Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hello, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. What a week we had last week. I apologize for not being here with you. I had a lot going on and the podcast didn't make its way out. And I just want to let you know, I so appreciate you making me a part of your week. And the next few weeks are going to be a little bumpy as we are preparing to move out of the city. And I've been a New Yorker for 17 years and we're moving to the burbs and we've been working with this really uncertain timeline and I'm sure you all know how that feels because we've been dealing with a lot of uncertainty in the stars. So I think that we are really for sure moving out end of the month. So the next few weeks are going to be a little bit bumpy, but bear with me and I will make it here to the mic as much as possible. But just know that there are going to be a few weeks that I will probably miss. With that, I hope you had a good week last week. Now, it felt like a topsy-turvy crazy week, but that was because we had one major big thing going on. And that was on August 1st, on Monday. We had Mars, Uranus, and North Node come together in Taurus. And I talked about it the week prior, so you were hopefully prepared for it. But there's only so much you can do to prepare for something that is going to bring unexpected news. So I can't tell you how many people told me that they dropped something in their bathroom or their kitchen or they broke the coffee pot or they had car trouble. There are lots of crazy, strange, explosive, volatile, unexpected occurrences happening. There are also people that got fantastic news unexpected fantastic news dreams coming true there were some people that got unexpected really upsetting news so this is just a reminder that no transit is bad that we experience high vibration and low vibration from all of these planetary transits they are not inherently evil they are not inherently benevolent And we are experiencing that energy and working with it and co-creating our experience of life with the universe. So nothing is always good or always bad. And last week was a good reminder of it because Uranus, as I always say, is the equal opportunity shitster. And he definitely got things stirred up in lots of positive ways and lots of negative ways. So last week, we started the week with the what I call the mega mashup, and we ended the week with Mercury moving into Virgo, and you may have started the week feeling really caught off guard, but by the end of the week, you had a whole new game plan because Mercury in Virgo loves to pay attention to the details. So this week, I'm recording on Sunday, and We have Venus trying Neptune today, which is creating a dreamy, creative, intuitive vibe, making us all want to escape, perhaps. But we also have Mars square Saturn, which can be a little bit like a buzzkill. It can feel like it's really 
making you do your due diligence. So this can be helpful for sure, but it isn't necessarily fun. But we will have a little taste of Saturn toward the end of this week again. So stay tuned for that. So on to Monday. On Monday, 8-8, it is Lion's Gate, which is a new mythology that we have come up with in the past, I think, 10 years or something. I am not an expert on Lionsgate, but I wanted to mention it because I'm sure you're going to be seeing it all over the gram because this is a big thing that people are jumping on. It has to do with the day of the year where I believe the star Sirius rises over the pyramids in Giza in Egypt at sunrise. I could be a little bit off on that, but I wanted to share it with you because I know you are going to see a lot about that. A lot of the things you're going to see online about that are probably not going to be correct because there's a lot of various stories, but I do know that it has to do with Sirius rising over the pyramids. And it's cool to have new mythology. You know, people have been creating mythology since the dawn of time and There's no reason that we can't create new mythology, of course. So I think it's exciting. I'm not an expert on fixed stars, but one day maybe I will be. And then I'll probably have a lot more to say about Lionsgate. So Monday is 8-8, and some people believe that that is a portal for manifestation. So if you want to subscribe to that, you know how I feel about it. Anytime that you feel in alignment with your spirit, you can do some intention setting doesn't have to be a new moon, doesn't have to be anything special. If you feel spiritually aligned, go for it. Of course, in astrology, we have optimal times for things, but trusting your intuition is always going to be number one. So the sun trines Chiron on Monday. Three weeks ago, we had Chiron station retrograde. So we had a hefty dose of Chiron energy about three weeks ago, but now the sun helps us see some of the patterns that we have been possibly repeating in our relationships, in our life, in our work. And it gives us the ability to take action as we review our healing path. So be open to new healers coming into your path. Be open to new healing modalities. Be open to new philosophies. You might have been stuck on doing one thing and then you find that something else really creates some space for you to learn about yourself or heal yourself in new ways. Be open to it. On Tuesday, Venus is opposite Pluto and this is the last transit that Venus will have in Cancer. So she's finishing up her time in Cancer. Venus in Cancer is pretty emotional So Venus opposite Pluto, Venus at the last degrees of Cancer, Pluto at the last degrees of Capricorn. This can be pretty emotional. It definitely can bring up some control issues in your relationships. You might be evaluating what's important to you because Venus rules our values. It can bring up a feeling of obsession, compulsion, jealousy, power struggles, projection onto your partner. This might come up in a work setting. It might not come up in your primary relationships or your friendships. It might come up in other parts of your life. It could come up with your finances. 
But Venus opposite Pluto definitely brings up the undercurrent of what's going on in the relationships and in the things that are really, really of the most importance to us. This could be some deep, intense stuff. And as you know, we had the sun trying Chiron the day before. So there could be some serious healing opportunity early in the week for you. And then Thursday, we have the full moon in Aquarius. And the full moon in Aquarius is a full moon that allows us to celebrate and embrace our hopes and dreams. Because Aquarius is the sign that is associated with our long-term hopes and dreams. It's also the sign associated with friendship and community and the groups that we're a part of. So you might find that you want to be in the community with the people that make you feel like you have a sense of belonging. There's a lot of intensity to it and there might be a lot of anxiety to it. So it's at 19 degrees Aquarius, the moon opposite the sun, at 19 degrees Leo. Now, the Leo Aquarius polarity is one of my favorites because Leo is the sign that is most interested in being loved, adored, shining on the stage of your choosing, being validated by the crowd. Aquarius is a sign that desperately wants to belong, but wants to fit into the crowd while also breaking the rules and breaking the norms. So they both have a core desire of belonging, but they do it in very different ways. So this might be illuminating your hopes and your dreams for yourself, but also for your community and the world and the groups that you're a part of. Aquarius can be a little bit of an anxious sign because it is ruled by Uranus in modern astrology. And Uranus with Mercury rules the nervous system. So sometimes Aquarius can be a little bit in the intellectual space and try to figure out the feelings, which can bring on some anxiety. So you might get really logical or intellectual later in the week, try to figure out the feelings. But luckily, Venus will be moving into Leo that day. And Venus in Leo likes to enjoy life, likes to feel the joy, the spark, the fire, the excitement. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. So there's certain joie de vivre about this full moon, which I really like because Venus will be entering Leo at that time. But the full moon itself, the moon opposite the sun, is creating a grand cross with Uranus conjunct the north node, 
opposite the south node. So basically there is a grand cross in the fixed signs of Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, and Scorpio. So the eclipses from back on April 30th and May 16th, you may feel a resurgence of some of the stuff that was going on then. Uranus was joins with the North Node last week with Mars on August 1st. So that energy really is still in the sky and this full moon is just going to reignite it. Uranus conjunct the North Node is about how we're moving forward collectively. And you're seeing this with more stories on the news about the climate crisis. You're seeing this with more stories about unionizing. You're seeing this with more stories about concerns for the political future of the country. So Uranus conjunct the North Node has us all really worried, anxious, and restless, and hopefully taking action as to creating the future that we are going to be making. So this is an interesting full moon as it's just reigniting some of the stuff that was coming up early last week for you. And it's giving you a bird's eye view of what the future could hold because that's what Aquarius is. Aquarius is the sign that rules airplanes. So think about it as allowing yourself to pull back and see the full view. And with that full view, it's easier to put the logistics in place to solve the problems. So this could be really useful. This could be a full moon that really propels us forward. There is sort of an initiating energy to this full moon. So it doesn't feel such full moon vibes of release, which frankly, I don't really think the full moon is about releasing so much. It's much more about celebrating, feeling full, feeling satisfied, feeling gratitude. And from that place of fullness, allowing yourself to let go of what no longer aligns with your spirit, it starts the releasing process. It is not the actual release. The actual release comes right before the new moon at the end of the moon cycle. So this full moon will also be conjunct Saturn. And Saturn has been in Aquarius for a while. And I believe this is the last lunation that will be involving Saturn while Saturn is in Aquarius. So whatever your Saturn and Aquarius themes have been since Saturn entered back in end of 2020, you might see some of those things in your life come to a completion or come to an apex. So Saturn rules work, it rules boundaries, it rules authority figures, and it also rules future building. Saturn is in domicile in Aquarius. He is the ruler of Aquarius. And in Aquarius, he's really interested in building things that will last a very long time. So what are you working on that's going to last a very long time? Or what have you been working on that's reaching its apex and now you can pat yourself on the back, say good job and move on to the next thing? Maybe that's your full moon in Aquarius beginning of the release. So that's the full moon. Venus moves into Leo on Thursday. And we also have Mars sextiling Neptune on that same day. So that's part of that full moon chart. And Mars sextiling Neptune, that says to me, resist the urge to push. Have faith in the process. Again, 
with Saturn and Uranus involved in that full moon chart, there is a feeling of urgency. There is a feeling of wanting to push. There is a feeling of maybe anxiousness. And Mars, which normally does push us forward, is sextiling Neptune. Neptune is the planet of sleep and the subconscious. And that says to me, time to trust the process. Have faith that you're on the right path. Now on Sunday, the sun opposes Saturn. So yet again, we get some Saturnian energy and Saturn does tend to slow us down. So you'll have the ability to see where the slow and steady pace will get you, where determination can get you. You might see the obstacles that are present in your path. You may become aware of some tough decisions you have to make, but the good news is you have all the resources you need to make a plan because on this same day, Mars is trying Pluto and Mars trying Pluto. They're both at the latter degrees of earth signs, Mars in Taurus, Pluto and Capricorn and Mars trying Pluto. They know how to get stuff done. They will give you a burst of energy and they will give you the resourcefulness that you need to figure it out. Mercury is in Virgo where he is in domicile and he loves to make a spreadsheet. He loves to make a plan. He loves to crunch the numbers when he is in Virgo. So you have all the resources you need to do the work that you need to do that the sun is illuminating when it opposes Saturn. So you may choose to make a serious commitment with the sun opposite Saturn too. So this is an example of how every transit has its high vibration and its low vibration. For one person, this might be a presence of huge obstacles. And for someone else, this may be the opportunity for lifelong commitment. And I have a couple who are clients of mine, and they are going to be getting married this weekend. So if you're listening, you know who you are. Congratulations. They're going to be signing their paperwork potentially when the sun is opposite Saturn, because I gave them some dates and times this weekend that would be optimal based on their charts. So the takeaway is there is an impatient, restless, anxious energy with this full moon this week, but it's also a full moon that is bringing our awareness to our long-term hopes and dreams. Because of that energy, you might feel like your dreams are on a timeline. The good news is that this weekend with the sun opposite Saturn, Mars trying Pluto, you are going to get the message that you have the resources and the resilience to see it through. And you just got to trust the process like Mars sextile Neptune is letting you know. And that's usually the case with most things. Whenever we feel a sense of urgency, it usually is an indication, assuming it's not a real emergency, that we need to slow down, pause, take a breath and make a decision once we're feeling calm and centered and grounded once again. If you would like to share a full moon restorative ritual with me, I'll be teaching it on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. That will be Sunday, the 14th of August, and you can access that by being a member of the moon membership or by joining online yoga club. 
And either way, you get access to my new moon and full moon restorative rituals each month. And these are barely yoga. We spend a lot of our time on our back. We spend a lot of our time resting. There's like a little bit of gentle movement on our back. And then we set ourselves up with pillows and blankets so that we can rest comfortably. And from that place of conscious rest, it's much easier to do the journaling portion and get really deep down into your desires, what you want to manifest and what is blocking you from manifesting that. And so that is really the essence of it. And we close up and seal our work with a meditation. And throughout the whole time, I talk about the astrology. I talk about the full moon. We get a little bit deeper into it. So I hope you'll join me. And I think that's it. So hopefully I'll talk to you next week. And as always, I am so, so, so honored that you spend a few moments of your week with me, with my voice in your ears. And I'm so happy to be here to support you. And apologies in advance if I miss a few weeks this month, but you know what's going on. Please bear with me and make sure that you're on my email list and on the text community so that you get the updates. So if you want to be on my email list, you can go to astrocheatsheet.com and sign up for the Astro Cheat Sheet, which will help you follow along with this podcast. And if you want to join the text community, text I'm in to 917-540-3401. Have a wonderful week. Take care of yourself. Remember to pause, take a deep breath. You have the resources, you have the resilience to make your way toward your greatest long-term hopes and dreams. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.